today on the Bill Kelly Show on 900 CHML. More pushback, more fallout about Buck of Beer. Now, we talked about this yesterday when the uh, Doug Ford government made their announcement of Buck of Beer and finally rolled out what they say is going to be their program on this. And, well, it's uh, received an awful lot of negative re- reaction, especially from the people in the industry. Uh, and I want you to ex- understand exactly what's going on here because basically the government has thrown this all back at the brewers and said, look, at, you know, you guys have to drop the price. And, and if it affects your profit margin, too bad, so sad. Because uh, they've got to continue to draw all the taxes. It's a very complicated thing and very one-sided issue. And, and a number of the uh, the microbreweries and uh, the very successful breweries in this province are speaking out against them. One of the first uh, to issue some concerns about this, of course, were the folks at uh, Napanee Beer Company. Uh, Jordan Saunders is the founder and head brewer at the Napanee Beer Company, joining us on the Bill Kelly Show to talk about this. Jordan, thank you so much for the time. It's good to have you with us today. Thank you for having me. Let's talk a little bit about the implications, and I want to maybe get into some detail, Jordan, about the the the, the issues facing you, the costs that you, that you are faced with on a daily basis as you produce this stuff. Because I don't think the government was very clear on that, and there's probably a reason for that at the time. But it, it, your assessment about what the government announced yesterday and the impact it could have on your company. Well, I think... To put it simply, the impact of the Bucket Beer program is, is a bad thing for Ontario-owned breweries. And that's for a couple reasons. Uh, the first, I would say, is simply that it politicizes craft beer, which up to this point has been this really great egalitarian thing. At the end of the day, it doesn't matter who you vote for or where you lean. You can enjoy your favorite stout or IPA or lager, but today you can't open a beer in this province without thinking about politics, and I don't like that as a brewer. Second of all, the Buck of Beer Challenge, as the government has said, encourages small Ontario-owned businesses to make less money on the product we all work so hard to make to support their campaign promise. And finally, the biggest concern that we have as a brewery is that the Buck of Beer program does the, achieves its goals very disingenuously by, with lack of a better word, bribing big businesses to participate in Buck of Beer by giving them thousands and thousands of dollars in free advertising and shelf space that we as a small brewery would pay a lot of money for. Well, let's let's talk about some of the challenges, Jordan, that, that brewers like yours and, and so many others, we've got some great ones here in the Hamilton area as well, that uh, have done pretty well, but I mean, it's it's challenging. I mean, I've talked to some of the guys at Bench Brewery and, and, and Nickel Brook and some of the other local uh, craft brewers around here. And they said, look, you know, the biggest problem here is an awful lot of people in the public don't understand how much it costs to produce something like this. That's absolutely true. There, we've seen a, a number of comments on social media in the last day uh, indicating that Ontario breweries are getting rich on high beer prices or insinuating that we're taking all this money from the Ontario public and just hiding it away in our offshore accounts. It couldn't be farther from the truth. Beer is a business that we're all in because we love it. It's not because we're making a bunch of money. Beer is a very, very narrow margin product that we make and we sell because we love it. And, and uh, but, you know, for instance, when we talk about some of the products and, 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 and the work that goes into this, and, and, and as one of the, the brewers was telling me yesterday, look, you want quality beer, don't you? I mean, that's, that's what, you know, the reason you, you may be leaning towards the craft as opposed to some of those international brands. Uh, it, it, you know, you've got to pay for quality products. That's all there is to it. I mean, you know, I'd love to pay $1,000 for my brand new car later on this year, too, but I know I'm not going to do that. If I walk into the Chevy dealership and said, I want that uh, 2018 model there, I'll give you 1000 bucks for it, they're going to laugh me out of the lot. You- that's absolutely true. Uh, one of the funniest things that's come up is that 
the cost, the question has been asked a lot about how much it costs to make beer. And the statement I've made a number of times in the last day or two is that I couldn't make a beer that I would be comfortable selling to you for a dollar. The cost of making good beer just is higher than that. It is not compatible with the very outdated concept of bucket beer. Well, I, I'm wondering if people are confusing what you do with, with some of the, the, these brewers where you can brew your own sort of stuff and think, oh, well, that's easy. Why can't, you know, those guys, can't, they're not spending very much money. But I, I guess the word that we have to introduce into this conversation here, Jordan, is quality. Absolutely. Quality is something that we in the, in the craft brewer industry in Ontario are so proud of. You know, we talk a lot about the quality of the beer we make. You're not going to get quality beer at a bucket unit, and that's a... I say that with confidence. I've been in the industry long enough, and I've been, I've been in business long enough to know that you can either have something cheap or you can have it good. But you're not going to get both. Bucket beer is a perfect example of that. Well, if you were forced to, and I, I, I don't want to mislead anybody here, because the legislation that uh, that Ford talked about yesterday is not forcing anybody to do this. They're they're encouraging you to do it. But if if you were forced to charge only a buck for the beer, how would that impact your operation? I mean, obviously, you'd have to change the quality of the product, wouldn't you? Absolutely. I, honestly, we'd be out of business if we were forced to do it. And that's it's nice to know that we're not being <laughs> uh, enforced to participate in bucket beer. But the reality of it is, our flagship beer, which is our blacklist black German lager that we sell all over, all over Ontario, if I were to sell that for a dollar today, I'd lose more than a dollar per can right out there. So that means I wouldn't be paying my employees, I wouldn't be paying my rent, I wouldn't be supporting my family and my community. All for the sake of supporting a campaign promise. And I think people understand that. I mean, I think that's why we've seen such a, uh, a growth period here with craft breweries, because people are looking for that quality. And, and I'm, I understand that, you know, some people are simply going to say, look, at, you know, we're consumers, we want to get the best possible price. But I think at some point you have to understand that you've got to pay for, for a product like that. I mean, if you want something that's going to be just a little bit better, you're probably going to pay a little more for it. Absolutely, that's right. And, and they, they don't seem to get that. So when the announcement was made yesterday, now there was some speculation, as you know, Jordan, last week when uh, Premier Ford was talking about this, and he, he was talking about some incentivizing uh, that was going to go on, uh, which led to speculation that there could be some financial incentives on this. Uh, and, and instead, he said, no, you're going to get some advertising within the LCBO, uh, which I, I, I don't know your thoughts on that, whether you think that's actually going to be a fair trade and for, for what you would have to do to try to comply with what he's suggesting. It's certainly not fair. And in fact, this is the, this is the central uh, concern that we as a brewery have. So the, the government has been clear and said that it's not a financial, uh, it's not a, a financial impact and that you know, they're not paying brewers. But let's be realistic. The only brewery in Ontario who's already signed up to say this said on the radio shortly ago that they're looking forward to getting free premium shelf space at LCBO stores that would cost them between three and $700 a month per store. Now, if we were to be given that same benefit as an Ontario-owned brewery, that would be the benefit of around sixty dollars to $70,000 a month for our business. But to do that, we'd have to lose an equivalent amount of money on the beer we sell. And I think it's unfair to say to Ontario breweries, we're going to be giving this thousands and thousands of dollars of free advertising to breweries who can afford to drop their pants on the price, which in the real world is just going to be multinational corporations that aren't even owned by Ontario uh, citizens. Well, and I think a lot of people need to understand that. I don't know how, if they want to follow the, the business uh, you know, track that goes along here, but I mean, you know, a lot of the beers that they might buy at the beer store 
uh, without getting into all kinds of brand names, are foreign-owned. I mean, that's what it comes down to. I mean, if you're buying uh, what you think is, is Molson's well, or any of these or Coors or anything else, uh, these are all offshore uh, entities right now. I mean, what I'm looking at doing here is supporting local economies, uh, whether it's here in Hamilton, whether it's in, in Collingwood, whether it's uh, you name it, any place. Uh, you can find that quality if you look for it. But there are challenges even at that point, aren't there, Jordan? Because, I mean, you've got to be able to market it. And if you want the LCBO to carry your product, you've got to shell out some cash for that. Well, there's, that's true. And uh, exactly to that point, you know, if, if we wanted to put our product on a premium position on the shelf in a store, we're going to be paying hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of dollars just for a few weeks of that display. So instead, we, like many of the craft breweries in Ontario, have fought long and hard to, to show LCBO stores across Ontario that our beer is great, that customers love it, that if they put it on the shelf, that people are going to buy it. And we've shown that day in and day out. Now what we're talking about is that same shelf space that we fought long and hard for on the backs of our hardworking teams is going to be given to breweries who are getting it just for, as I said, dropping their pants on the price of their product. And, and it's fine for an international company to do that because they can absorb the loss, obviously, much more than a, a smaller business such as yours could. Absolutely. But, but, but those are the challenges, are they not? I mean, since, since these, the craft breweries have started to pop up, and, and I've talked to a number of the, the great entrepreneurs uh, such as yourself, Jordan, that have decided to get into this business, uh, you know, the challenge is obviously getting the product to market. I mean, you've got two entities, really, that you can do right now. One is, is the LCBO, and we've talked about some of the challenges, the financial challenges. Uh, to try to get shelf space there. Uh, the other is the beer store, and and good luck if you're at a craft brewery right now trying to get your product into a beer store. I mean, th- th- that's almost a monopoly here right now, and you've got to pay through the nose to be able to get in there. That's true, and, and I'll even I'll even add to that. It's not almost a monopoly. It is a monopoly. You know, the, these big foreign-owned brewers, uh, Molson Coors, Anheuser-Busch, Sapporo, these are all foreign-owned entities that have an absolute monopoly on the sale of beer in Ontario because they're the owners of the beer store. So whereas we, as a local brewery, cannot open up a shop in downtown Napanee to sell our beer in a, in a tourist area because it's illegal, these multinational breweries have the legal monopoly to put up beer stores that they own all across Ontario and make their money that way. And if we want to be on their shelves, you better believe that we got to write a check for that. Part of the problem here is, 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 again, a little bit of information can can be very misleading, I guess. And, and, and this whole basis for the announcement that the government made yesterday, Jordan, was, was talking about the bottom line price for beer. And, and they, it, it was a buck twenty-five. We all know that, that the McGinney government jacked it up to a buck twenty-five a few years ago in 2008. Uh, and, and Ford has announced that the legislation is going to drop it down to a buck. But it's, it's really not a statistic that's very germane to this. I mean, that's that's the least you can possibly charge for beer. The problem here is that if you want more quality, that price is going to go up. And and, and I think the government was, was essentially saying to people, oh, no, 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 it doesn't matter what kind of quality beer you want, it's all going to be the same price. And that's never been the case. That's true, and it's a strong implication that kind of commoditizes beer. You know, when we talk about bucket beer, the implication is that beer is beer, that you go to the store and you buy beer. You don't go to the store and buy, you know, Napanee beer because you love our beer or Muskoka beer or, you know, Bose because you're, you love the product they make. It kind of just insinuates that all beer is just this kind of faceless, vague product. And that really flies in the face of the progress the Ontario craft beer market has made in the last 10 years. 
Well, and we've seen that with some of the other products. Obviously, with yours, with Napanee, with Cream War Springs, and so many other great breweries that have come along. And they have developed their own marketing, and they have developed their, their loyal uh, customers as a result of this. And it's because it is different. It's not like the other stuff that you could buy in other retail outlets. That's absolutely it. And, you know, one way to think about this is we just said the, the previous minimum price for alcohol was about a buck twenty-five a bottle. And there wasn't a brewery in this entire province who was selling for the minimum price. Because selling for the minimum price in any business doesn't make a whole lot of sense. So now we drop the minimum price to a dollar, and everybody knows, including the government, that there isn't a brewery that would participate in that willingly. You know, you, you, we put out this announcement to the craft beer market and say, hey, guys, do you want to make less money on the beer you make? And no, no one is going to say, yeah, for sure, I make too much money. So instead, we have to bribe breweries to participate in this by giving away this free advertising and giving away this shelf space that is very valuable, and otherwise you would pay a lot of money for. But, but there's something philosophically incorrect with the announcement that they essentially said. And, and the finance minister, Vic Fidelli, was there with the premier yesterday when they made this announcement and basically said, we're keeping our pile of money. We're not going to charge any less tax because we want that revenue for us. Uh, we're not going to give you a break on the money you have to pay to the LCBO, uh, but we want you to lower the price, but you're going to have to ha- take a hit on your, on your bottom line to do that. I mean, where's the fairness there? Well, and that's, that's a great point. There isn't any fairness to that. And that's why we need this buck of beer bribe, because otherwise the government, w- there would be no buck of beer, and the premier wouldn't be able to stand there in front of the camera and say, promise made, promise kept, and walk away like there's no more discussion to be had. There are some people that might be in a position, though, some businesses, though, Jordan, that are, as you mentioned, some of the multinationals that can do this. Uh, is, is this going to be a concern for the craft breweries? Is, is it going to create a, an unfair playing field now? I honestly don't think it will have a, a big long-term impact on us as craft brewers long-term. I think the reality is anyone who wants to sell their beer for less money should be allowed to do that. We have no concerns with that. The only chance that this has it being unfair is, as I said, taking away this shelf space at the LCBO store, our only real outlet to sell our product in Ontario, and giving it to multinational corporations because they're playing ball. Well, you've been uh, loud and vocal about this, as others have joined in, and, and, and I'm glad to see that, uh, that that message is getting out there, and I think hopefully consumers here in Ontario are going to get a better understanding of, of the circumstance that's going out there. Uh, Jordan, continue. Uh, good luck with, uh, with what you guys are doing with the Napanee Beer Company, uh, and here's hoping that you continue to th- not just survive but thrive, uh, notwithstanding what the government's trying to get going through here. Thanks so much for the time today. Thank you for having me. Good talking with you. That's uh, Jordan Saunders, the founder and head brewer at the Napanee Beer Company. Uh, you heard from uh, Nickelbrook yesterday, a local brewery. We've talked with some of the other uh, craft brewers around the province over the last 24 hours or so, and almost unanimously they're saying, look, we just can't do this. This is actually going to hurt and curtail our small businesses, not help them at all. And that's probably a consideration the government should have thought of before they made the announcement. The Bill Kelly Show, weekdays from 9 to noon on 900 CHML.